Hey there, movie besties. Welcome to this week's episode of So So That's That's What Happens, a podcast where we unpack the plot, the twists, and meaning of great movies while sharing our perspective and having a little fun in the process. We're We're your your hosts, Tanisha and Bridget. And on today's episode, we will be discussing the movie, The The Killing of a Sacred Deer. (sighs) This This damn movie. (laughs) Two friendly reminders before we get this started. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a different perspective even you so we're gonna share our perspective with y'all we're gonna engage and y'all gonna let us know and don't just take our words for it there's no substitute for seeing the movie yourself right that's how you create your own perspective yeah yeah and with that being said let's, let's unpack, unpack this. this the title of the movie again is the killing of a sacred deer yep it came out in 2017 and it is streaming now on showtime okay for Thanks. those showtime. of you who want to see it i know showtime just seems so Okay, anyway, the genre <laughs> is drama, horror, mystery, and I would say, too, even a little slow burn, like you said earlier. Yeah, it is a slow burn. Yeah. The writer and director is Yorgos Lanthimos and Ephthemis Philippou. Mm-hmm. It stars Colin Farrell, who plays Stephen Murphy, mm-hmm. a functioning alcoholic doctor and a distressed dad. Mm-hmm. And you might know him from The Lobster, Phone Booth, Fright Night, True Detective, yep. an extensive resume. Yep. And he's also a husband in this in this movie. Okay, that's his character too, because alongside him plays Nicole Kidman as his wife. She's like distressed, you know. She's the submissive, you know. Her name is Anna Murphy. Yeah, Anna Murphy. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's her name. You've seen her in Moulin Rouge, Big Little Lies, and Eyes Wide Shut. (laughs) Bewitched. (laughs) She's Nicole Kidman. Y'all know her from stuff. All right. Then we have Barry Keoghan, who plays Martin, who's just a frustrating, manipulative, just little. (laughs) You Teenage always, weirdo. You always be get, getting it all out for these kids. I do. For these kids, like, F them kids. <laughs> He's not a kid. Well, he is a kid. Yeah, but he, I got you. Ugh. And you might know him, interesting story, but he's from Dunkirk, mm-hmm. the Batman, the Eternals. Mm-hmm. I said his story is interesting because he just recently got in the game and he already has these really big films and uh-huh. has already been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And he was in foster care system for... <laughs> Seven years of his life in 13 different homes. Wow, yeah. So he's... Mm, so yeah. it, made, it makes sense why he played it so well. Because right. it was really part of his story. So yeah. it was like acting, but like not really acting. Mm-hmm. But he acting, but not really. <laughs> and he just keeps going. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm not trying to laugh at his life. Go I'm to just, Raffi. Go to right. <laughs> And then we got Raffi Cassidy, who plays Kim Murphy. She's the misguided teenage daughter. She's very misguided. Yeah. You've seen her in Tomorrowland, Mr. Selfridge, and Box Lux. And then there's Sonny Soljic, who plays Bob Murphy. All right now. Uh, which he's just kind of a typical young kid living his life. <laughs> but his name is Bob. So yeah, it's not really that. much to him. <laughs> I think the, the, the daughter, <sighs> she plays the piano. Or, or she going to singing lessons. And the son has longer hair. Yeah. And he'd be yeah. doing what? What's his thing? I forgot. Nothing. Oh, I he, he really was... doesn't have that much character development. Yeah. The mom Because his shows... dad keeps getting on him about cutting his hair. That's why. Oh, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. And you might know him, Sonny, from the Christmas Chronicles, mm-hmm. mid-90s, and the house with a clock in its walls. Ugh. Titles like, like that? that are weird. They definitely are. What do you mean the clock? And why are the clock? Why are they in the inside? <laughs> so oh. creepy. Just like what is uh. this? Anyway, all right. What's our rating system? Overall ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this movie right, a six point seven five. All right, out of all right. ten. 
I see it. I see it. You know, this movie had a very unique plot. Right. A ticking time bomb, if you will, where a decision needed to be made. <laughs> um, and you just want to stick around to see how it turns out, but it's not one that you want to ever watch again. Because yeah. for me, it's... it made me feel more frustration than it did deep <laughs> thought or yeah. admiration. The feeling after you see it is just kind of like, well, yeah. that happened. Right. <laughs> I watched it. Um, it was entertaining. Like, it's not like I was bored. Mm-hmm. It was just like, these what are dumb this? decisions. Yeah, just, just, y'all just look dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His execution, I think, could have been done differently uh-huh. to make me liked it more. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. think they did this for a reason. Yeah, I think, I think, and that's why I give it the same rating as 6.5. Because it's like the execution, yeah, it did what it was supposed to do. Frustrate you and be like, really, y'all? Like, it made mm-hmm. you really, like, just question the mental stability of this family, like, but yeah, you know, just kind of, you know, just makes you kind of question like their decisions mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, what are y'all <laughs> like? So it did. It definitely did what it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Frustrate you. You kind of like, like I said, you question them. Then you also wonder like what is happening, and, mm-hmm. you know, so. And it frustrates you more because you should be emotional about this. Right. You don't feel but you don't this. feel nothing. Yeah. It's like. <sighs> that's the vibe of the movie. It's very monotone. There's no life. Like you see yeah. people living. But there's really no life in their life. And like. <laughs> yeah. It's like nobody's really. There's no personality to nobody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just so monotone. And they speak. And so, they speak so formally. Mm-hmm. It's not like how. You know. You think of family. will like. Oh what's up boy. You know what I mean. Like you yeah. just kind of like. Talk with your it's family. It's more like. Hi son. Yeah. How are you doing today? Yeah. Like, that's exactly. Exactly what it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's very monotone. Everybody, the wife, the the two kids, the dad, everybody just kind of, and they, and they interact with each other, but it's very just lifeless. There's yeah. no like adventure and, you know, what are y'all doing? Yeah, and no then, but then it's not like they're sad either. It's very yeah. weird. It's not like they're sad either. So it's like, this is just y'all so bland. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I need some salt. Okay. Like, <laughs> give me some salt. All right. It starts off with a close-up of a beating heart, like mm-hmm. an actual heart, during an open-heart surgery. Mm-hmm. So we see the surgeon, Stephen Murphy. Yeah. He's removing his bloody gloves ugh, and throwing them in the trash. After performing the surgery, Stephen Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a... Cardiothoric? He, yeah. Cardiothoracic? I think. Yeah. Surgeon? Yeah. He's a cardiothoracic surgeon in Cincinnati. Mm. And he meets a teenager who's around 16 years old, named Martin Lang at a diner. Yeah. And it just feels a little off. Yeah, because what is this about? What do you mean about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this, what? You what just got this? done with surgery. Why are you... What? And he's a teenager. What's, mm-hmm. what's going on? And they have small <laughs> talk that is so numbing. Yeah. It's just like... Ugh. And they post up in this scenic area, mm-hmm. and they're talking almost about nothing. Like, yeah. nothing that they say has anything to do with the movie. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just... And then Stephen gives Martin this gift. It's an expensive watch. Mm. And Martin is just, you know, awkwardly excited about it. And he gives him this strange little hug. Yeah. But the excitedness wasn't like, wow, thank you. It was so like. It was just like, oh, that's a nice watch. You know, and he hugs (laughs) him like all. You know, when people don't get the rhythm right of a hug. It's just like. It was so aggressive kind of like, dang, okay. This is not match energies. (laughs) But that in itself is just weird. Like, what is going on? So then, then is that that's kind of like when you start to question, like, okay, what's going on in this movie? Yeah. Where, okay, where are we going with it? So anyway, we cut to a scene where we're introduced to his wife Anna and their children, Kim, who is fourteen, and Bob, who is younger. He's like around nine or ten, mm-hmm. and they discuss a party the kids are going to, and then Stephen encourages his son to cut his hair, 
And Bob says he will after the party. And it's just like a normal small talk, small talk type of dinner with the family. It Again, the, mundane, just normal. <laughs> we'll put in quotations yeah, here because yeah. it's small talk. It's not like really deep, right? But it's still strange because it's so monotone. <laughs> yes. Again, lifeless. Dang, mm-hmm. where the laughs at? Like, mm-hmm. I, I ain't seen nobody slap a knee. Like. <laughs> Y'all ain't doing nothing. I want to have dinner with your family all the time. Y'all just be me slapping. Yeah, hell no. No, we don't. (laughs) I'm just trying to paint a picture of some life. I don't know. Like laughing, you know. (laughs) You know, no, it's it's, it's fun with my family. It is. I already know. (laughs) So later that night in the bedroom, Anna and the wife and Steven, they discuss what they're going to wear to an event, you know. And this is very basic, dry, surface level conversation. And then Anna, she takes off her robe mm-hmm. and it's like underwear. They kind of start this weird ritual where she's yeah. like, she lays in the bed and Stephen, I think he was um, reading a book or something. I don't know. But she lays in that same, okay. Yeah. She lays in that, in that bed and then she just like, she's naked. No. Or she has her panties her on still. She still. So she has on her underwear. She lays flat on her back with yeah. her head like kind of overextended. Yeah, over the bed, like hanging And she off. just, and when I say she lays there, it's not like posed sexually. Yeah. It's literally it's like, like lifeless. Yeah. And limp. Oh my gosh, which is another representation. Mm-hmm. But I was saying the life, it's like literally like they even showed a lifeless, in a sense, type of sex mm-hmm. between this couple. That's yeah. crazy because she literally was just laying there and like he liked that. Like, yeah, he starts to kind of touch himself when he yeah. goes over to her and then starts to kiss her body but and like right. he literally and he moves her closer like further on to yeah. the bed and she still stays lifeless oh my God. and it's strange i mean you know to each his own yeah, however I, I, I don't get it but you know hey whatever i think the thing that i find strange about it is that he's a surgeon so it's yeah. like you how do you feel about the life right because they land on, <laughs> on your table mm. and you know they there was a lady is real oh, life yeah, she recorded happened. her yeah she recorded her surgery and it was in there cutting up oh. one person was on a phone another person was talking crazy about the chick they was doing surgery on like there's been a, a, a just, few quite a few of those oh my god i was nervous about that yeah, yeah good that's why you gotta pray <laughs> my <laughs> lord like, lead me to the right people shoot anyway <laughs> so the next day martin meets steven at the hospital again here we go they meeting mm-hmm. but steven doesn't seem thrilled to see him and he explains to him that he has to work and you know it's not good for Martin to stop by unannounced. Like yeah, you this keep is showing a heart up, surgeon, right? You keep showing up at my daggone place of business and place of work. <laughs> you are a young teenager. Like yes. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to make it all math out because it ain't mathing. Even if you're not a heart surgeon, <laughs> right? <laughs> Why are you showing up to the fire station, bro? Exactly. Go to school. Yeah, that's so true. So then when one of Stephen's colleagues, they come up to them in the midst of the conversation and Stephen lies and tells the doctor that Martin is interested in becoming a doctor. And like, he's trying to like, you know, intern or, you know, just, just kind of shadow him to kind of see how it all works or whatever. But when you look at Martin, it's like, this boy ain't trying to be no damn (laughs) sir. Oh, definitely not. (sighs) Oh man. So at home, Mm -hmm. Kim the daughter, she shows her father some of the notes that she's practiced for singing. Okay. And it's kind of funny. Now that word lifeless is going to keep popping into my yeah. head. Because, like, even the way she was singing was life. Mm-hmm. It was, Tanisha, can you it do this? Was. Do this. Okay. She, she was, was like, doing, like, Yeah, it was, it was so under the note. The note is like, ha. She was going, ha. Yeah. Ah. 
She yeah. was under the note the whole time. <laughs> and it's so like it's kind of a little bit like it's kind of a little bit like nails on the scratch on the on the chalkboard. A little yeah. Bit like, yeah. Like, oh, get it together. Reach it now. Like, Reach no, it. just a little bit higher. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm no expert, but I'm just saying, you know, I can carry it too. I know some some pictures. I'm going to need a parent to tell me about your kid singing and you're proud of it because <laughs> as, me and Dion, as a viewer i was like um how does he tell her exactly. it's not that me good me and Dion literally had that same conversation like will we tell our kids when they bet <laughs> when they bet or something and i'm like hey bro i think so i think we're gonna Parents, be real about it tell us yo because don't because i feel like they come up with this whole delusion of like that's where you get the, someone should have told you yeah that's where you get the michael scott saying where you get like you know like that's what way those too much t- confidence <laughs> type of people are created when you know you tell them everything's an a plus like that's not real life that's not michael not. scott that's, that's what i said michael scott is the perfect freaking, oh uh, example of that again steven mm-hmm. the dad he chastises bob for not completing his chores mm-hmm. he's done that before like apparently he's supposed to water the flowers oh, okay pretty simple chores yeah all right yeah. there bob get on it <laughs> So the parents leave for the event that they discussed earlier. Yeah. And Stephen, he speaks at the event to yeah. a room full of other wealthy doctors, right? And what he says is absolutely irrelevant to <laughs> anything in the movie. <laughs> um, just some dry humor jokes and stuff. And it, the, yeah. they have their little dry laughter. Yeah. Um, the next day, Stephen and Martin again are together they're taking a walk outside and martin admits to steven Mm -hmm. that he doesn't have a lot of friends he doesn't think it's as important as having good friends Mm -hmm. which you know martin a broken clock is right (laughs) twice a day and that is true right um i like the fact that i'd have a lot of good friends yeah me so martin discusses how he's become close to his mom Ever since his father died. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not only is he close to his mom, because it feels like you won't leave Stephen alone. So you're yeah. trying to have another father figure or something here, right. sir. That's what, yeah. That's but exactly. Stephen invites Martin to his house to meet um, his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. He wants him to meet Anna, Kim, and Bob. Yeah. And this is this is the point when I start to question, like, on his end, the, the dad's end, the mm-hmm. surgeon's end. Like, why do you feel the need? Why do you feel obligated to invite this boy over your house? So what's going on? And I was like, okay, he, Martin must have something on the, the dad in a sense. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, why would he be doing this if it wasn't because so clearly this boy won't go away. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because the moment, I feel like the moment an adult would say anything to me about me spending too much time to them at right. his age, I would have never spoken to that adult exactly. again. I would have been so embarrassed. Like, oh my God, look at me. I am stalking them. Exactly. So the fact that Martin is back in his face. Yeah. And then he's going to sit up here and invite him, Stephen, invite him to your house. Why? But Martin, he comes. He brings flowers and he gets along well with the family. He's even brought small gifts Mm -hmm. for Kim and um, for Bob. He gave Kim this little um, keychain with a a music note on it. Uh-huh. Lord, I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> and something even less yeah, important was... for Bob. I almost <laughs> forgot. Yeah, it was some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you right. What was the one that the... he got? He got the sun, though. I don't know. Oh. So I was trying to move on, girl. <laughs> yeah, there was, I forgot what he... See, look, it was, yeah. it was forgettable. It was. It was. Like, uh... So Anna takes Martin to where the kid, the kids are, Kim and Bob. And um, he just has, you know, small talk with them mm-hmm. and whatnot. 
And so Bob asked if, you know, oh, yeah, because they was upstairs in the yeah, room. Yeah, they go up to the room. Yeah, they were in the room together. And Bob asked Martin if, you know, his if he has hair under his underarms. <laughs> and Martin says he does. And then Kim, she tells him she just got her period. Ugh. And he asks if he can, you know, uh, light up a cigarette inside the room. And, and, you know, the son was like, no, you can't light up over here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but, but Kim daughter, is. Yeah, the Kim, she, Kim, she was like, yeah, you know. and She's so trying then, to be cool. She is. Because, of course, that's why she told him, oh, I just got my period. Right. Like, ugh, she's had her blood. Ugh. Right. That's the talk that goes on. <laughs> I remember being a teenager. Ugh. But still, it's like, girl. She says it to impress him. It, she does. And it's so funny the things that we think are impressive. <laughs> I never would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get I mean, but I get it because I guess in a, in a sense, getting your period is you mm-hmm. becoming a woman. I think that's her way of also saying she's old enough for him. Mm-hmm. Because look yeah. at me. I, she's, they're both teenagers, but he's he's uh older teenager mm-hmm. than she is. Right. She's more like the 14. Yeah. Whereas he's like 16, 18. 17. Yeah. yeah. 18 possible mm-hmm. so then he's like you know he asks kim you know sing you know i heard you sing like can you sing mm-hmm. for me and you know she refuses she's like no bro i ain't singing i can't sing right now <laughs> that's definitely not y'all how kim know. speaks no right <laughs> look, y'all already know i'm going right it's gonna come out how, how i'll say it you know what i'm saying so <laughs> tell them about the movie so i'm paraphrasing i don't know <laughs> i guess i can't just say the movie but i don't know i have to put i can't help it no it's the best <laughs> it's the best all right all right so then um, Bob urges Martin. He's like, you know, show me your armpit or whatever. Hair. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to see the hair. Like, ugh. Just like, but that's, you know, young kids, grown up, puberty, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then Kim and Martin, they decide to go on a walk together. And that's where, you know, they end up like stopping at this big tree. And they yeah. were standing. And I like the cinematic view of it. The range was very mm-hmm. wide because the tree was very big. So you had to, but they were still close up. I love ranges like that. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I got to find out what millimeter that is. Anyway. And she was singing to him outside under the tree how did that singing sound tanisha <laughs> Very, tell us un- again under the note <laughs> under the note okay and she did the whole song what song was it uh remind me of the song dang it she did oh yeah f- um no she that was oh my god yeah i, I know you were about to say bulletproof yeah, right yeah. i know it was something like bulletproof yeah, but it, it was wasn't bulletproof like yeah dang it but it was That's one of pop said, songs nope don't ask me <laughs> It was one but of the pop songs. She sang it so bad that it's like, ugh, it yes. wouldn't even matter. It was under the note. <laughs> and she sung the whole, and they did literally, yeah. the whole view was just her singing that whole song. Like, she went through the beginning, the chorus, the bridge, <laughs> exactly. the like, hook. Can the, we move on from this? This is three not verses. star quality. <laughs> I just named all the parts. Anyway, <laughs> it, it don't beat all that. In there. Mm-hmm. Bridge and chorus is kind of the same thing. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, they not whatever shut up tanisha i love you tanisha you're not smiling you're the best back at the house martin raves about anna's lemonade Uh talking about how good it is and when i say raves not really he's oh this is really good lemonade (laughs) that you made mrs martin you know and it's just like who breeds like that but um (laughs) he might have something going on oh why don't eat them up sorry people who breathe in apologize for everything now dang because i straight up do too Listen, exactly i've been trying to get out the mic because i know i could be <laughs> yeah that's true because your butt do i have edited a few parts <laughs> your butt breathing all hard to take it out but it's all right we love y'all heavy breathing uh, 
But Anna says that, oh, your mom should come over sometime. Uh-huh. Because Martin says, actually, his mom's lemonade is his favorite. Because we needed to know that. Oh Who God. cares? <laughs> we, we, we're trying to compare. <laughs> but she says that the mom should come over. And, you know, mm-hmm. Stephen just kind of invites him to stay the night if he wants to. Because mm-hmm. it's getting later in the evening, but not really. But Martin doesn't like to leave his mom alone, is what he says. Two weird things here. First of all, right, you right. don't like to leave your mom alone. That's <laughs> that's weird. That's I need very to sus. know like that. If someone said that to me, exactly. I would wonder like, why is that really how you feel? Is that how she feels? Right. Like, what's what's the yeah, dynamic here? It's all sus. We don't understand what's going. I'm about to be placed in the situation. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then also Stephen inviting him to stay the yeah, night in the first place. Right. Why are you wanting to spend the night like in the bed? You got to put on your pajamas, brush your teeth. Yeah. Oh, that's so personal. Mm-hmm. You don't even know me like that. Exactly. Because that's there crazy. are people where you could do that. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, late to stay exactly. over. It doesn't feel like that type of relationship right, here. I'll not. be going home. Right. Thank but you. But not because <laughs> I don't like to leave my mom alone. Right. Boy. So anyways, later that night, Anna and Steven are talking. And, and the- she asks him how she know, like, how does he know Martin? Mm-hmm. And Steven says that Martin's father was killed in a car accident. And was killed instantly, smashing into a pole. Mm. So, you know, poor Martin. But it starts to feel kind of eerie. Yeah. How fake their involvement with this kid is. Right. It's like, mm. yeah, like, why Why is that? And, and too, I think you start to see kind of like a disconnect. Like, you start to learn, oh, you know, yeah, it's not nothing that nothing crazy going on yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean nothing, by crazy yep. um but okay it's like okay now we get to see now something isn't right between them and it's yeah it's weird between just the family like it's just a disconnect mm-hmm. you know so pause for a moment thinking about the the acting in this movie and how mm-hmm. they're purposely like being lifeless mm-hmm. in a way or just kind of off yeah directing wise do you think he just told them do your worst acting <laughs> and it will be your best acting because we're all doing our worst mm. acting like don't mm. show emotion when you say this yes don't like yes and i think the example given was feel nothing but act like you're feeling something Ooh, that's probably yeah all right your goes let us know how that went <laughs> like i know you're listening for sure you're right <laughs> <laughs> so Tell us your thought process on this. Yeah. Because because by you not truly feeling it Mm -hmm. makes it not genuine. So putting those two together, it made it. That's where you kind of find yourself in that eerie like, ugh, y'all just fake it. It just feels weird. What is is it? I don't get the vibe because you can't get a vibe because they're literally lifeless. They're not letting you. Yeah. (laughs) And I usually... I like quiet people, but sometimes quiet people kind of like, I'll be watching you. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's just me. Cause I can't, I can't tell who you are. Cause I, I'm a person that needs to have that connection. Like, I need to talk to you, you know, yeah, yeah. and just kind of feel you out. And so mm-hmm. when people aren't letting you in, that's it, even a little bit, like, Oh, I ain't saying you got to tell me your whole life. Story, oh yeah. Yeah. But just like. It just it just weirds me. I'm not saying that you know they up to something. I'm just saying it's just that those are the ones I'm always kind of looking and at. And the funny like, thing is, like sometimes you could be quiet. Yeah, that's so you true. Think about how you that's you so might true. come off when you are. That's so true. That is so true. Yeah, that's one. I mean, I know I used to be really quiet. Yeah, <laughs> and I can still be quiet depending on like right, who where I'm you around. Are. Yeah, but that's true. Me too. But I always did that depending on who I was around. Right. I knew. Where it was like, I probably should talk more. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I wouldn't be comfortable being quiet with, the, you know what right. I mean? Like, or I want them to really be comfortable. Yeah. So let me not. Right. 
So that night, Martin calls, and he invites Stephen over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how his mom would be happy to see him. And it's been mm-hmm. 10, two years, you know, like since, you know, she last saw him. Because last, yeah. last time she saw him, he was operating on his dad. Yep, his dad. And so, you know, Stephen rejects, he rejects it. And Martin kind of just forces him to come that next day, which is kind of like, wow, this young boy has, what has he got on you that that a young, like a young boy, teenager, sitting over here telling you what to do. You Mm -hmm. literally going like you're, what? After rejecting it. Exactly. Like you rejected this first. And Stephen's like, you know, I think you, or Martin's like, yeah, I think you need to come. You're going to come and have dinner with us tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that's probably what, what, that probably adds to why Stephen would be so kind of like doing it too. Because he's kind of scared because it's weird that this young boy would have this much like, it's like a passive aggressive assertiveness and like aggression and like confidence like no you're gonna do what i say to do like that is passive aggressive assertiveness was a beautiful (laughs) way to explain it because it is so passive aggressive yeah it's assertive but it also just throwing a mixture of awkward yeah because the power balance doesn't seem right Right. he's too like he got too much power he's not even one of those like hollywood teenagers that are like chiseled right this looks like a boy that i could take you know what i mean like exactly try me like every day exactly so what so we know it's not a physical thing like yeah so what what are you what what is keeping you here bro Mm -hmm. (laughs) so he ended up going going to the dinner at martin's house with the mom with Mm -hmm. martin's mom and she all just is played by um alicia silverstone yeah actually dang from clueless oh that's our movie right but it's played by her and she's just hella like you could tell she was trying to get dressed up look cute for him she yeah but it looked just it was blah yeah it was blah and her teeth was kind of more it was like yellow like i understand yeah. not everybody's teeth is like super white but this is just kind of like they you can real. brush this yeah. in <laughs> you might need to go to you know go get a cleaning hmm, a deep clean some strips or something <laughs> dang it i should be talking i got now i gotta make sure all my teeth are pearly white <laughs> Man, I stays at the dentist <laughs> okay, these days. That's I'm true, going you tomorrow. Have, you have really nice teeth. You really do. I mean, I I feel like mine are cool, but they could use some work. <laughs> you have a beautiful smile. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> how we be getting out? But no, nah, you could tell that she was trying to get on cute, and she was kind of pressing up on this doctor. Yeah, but they were sitting down. It wasn't too much pressing. Right. It was just right. enough. It was to like know, just like, like, yeah, like awkward. she would sit like close enough, just close enough, like not too close, but just close enough while they were watching a movie and stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking that too. Why is Steven sitting down here watching a movie with them after he the doesn't day? want to? He literally doesn't want to after the dinner. Like Martin literally is like, you you should watch our favorite movie. I really think you should. He's like, I really should be getting back to the kids and wife now because he has his accent yeah he has his accent i love it what is it it's like scottish or ireland oh man no (laughs) i don't know google it google colin farrell's accent because it's it's his voice okay okay so i am not going to guess here i have been to scotland but i've not been to ireland oh Oh, okay so i i can't tell you which accent it was i'm sorry it's okay it feels like i should know i want okay okay i'm gonna guess scottish is it scottish oh my god if it's not take this off okay or i think it's irish damn it but that's the same (laughs) oh it's not oh my god (laughs) take that out But that's close, though. It's close. <sighs> Dang it. I'm sorry. It's all right. But I'm, the only I'm, reason I'm saying sorry is because I literally love, like, we I love Scotland. And yeah. I would go back. 
Oh so yeah, it did look quickly fun. And you, yes, it did look beautiful. It looked it was it was like, oh okay, I think that's a vibe that I can I, I could definitely try. I out. keep on meeting people who say the same thing. But yeah, you're right. So he ain't wanna he ain't wanna be there, but it's like, but you don't gotta be there, so get your ass nope, up too. He had to watch the movie. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, so then Martin he ended up going to sleep. Yeah. Or whatever. He just leaves his mama. Well, I mean, whatever. he does this but all purposefully. It is, and you can tell it's very set up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ugh, like, cause he know his mama gonna try to press up on yeah. him. Yeah, and so Martin's mother, she starts to admire Stephen, and his she like picks up his hands and say how beautiful his hands ugh. is, and then She's she like kisses fixated them. on his hands. Yeah, like girl, and you know, she remembers them from the hospital. Yeah, right. And you know, she looked at his hands when. Well, I guess she wasn't inside the surgery room, but. <laughs> she yeah. looked at it before <laughs> <laughs> yeah she so she just like you know your hands are beautiful and blah 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 and then kissing them like girl yeah and they're sitting down on the couch they're at this point they're like watching the show or whatever so uh, going back to her kissing his hands just for a moment <laughs> it's almost never i'm really trying to think okay so that's why i said almost never not never <laughs> but it's almost never like kind of gross yeah to me when someone kisses my hand yeah like i'm trying to think of it being romantic but it feels so much more like i have authority over you <laughs> yeah which is a given so you don't need to kiss my hand no, kidding, <laughs> but like <laughs> it's just kind of like there's something about it where it's like grovel i'm groveling you yeah. and it's like gross <laughs> like i know they try to portray it as romantic in a movie right but, but to has me someone ever not, kissed your hand and you were like, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, like not- yeah i'm not because i feel you on that i don't i don't like feeling like i don't like feeling like i'm beneath anybody i'm not beneath anybody wow above anyone i'm not like above that. anybody yeah however i know my place in this world yeah <laughs> but I, I feel like yeah the hand kissing is more like yeah that's right darling you kiss me i am <laughs> i am everything like you know it's yeah. just no like so that's i feel you I'm, a, I'm like like can you please give your like it's like black panther like, we don't do that here <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> nah please no and he should have put that hand quick away from me <laughs> so she did it i know like, yeah just i'm sorry just thinking about it now is even weirder and calista is cute you know they can, you know I feel like alicia she, oh my god i said calista not calista flockhart <laughs> Uh, but you know <laughs> alicia silverstone she's she's a cute girl mm-hmm. you know this one she looked a little it was intentional a little dusty but it was yeah. more like let me not say it, it a, a bland version of dusty you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, just she just, just needed to some sugar up. chicken with no seasoning just that's what it looked like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so she wants him to stay and try her tart mm-hmm uh, yeah. but he insists on leaving right. like he finally like, no, gets go. out yeah like all this extra oh you gotta try the tart Ooh, you gotta yeah. like watch the movie with oh just yeah and he finally gets to leave so martin visits steven's office again right mm-hmm. he's complaining of chest pain and he's worried because it you know it might be caused by the same condition that killed his father mm-hmm. which is kind of questionable because i thought your father didn't Stephen earlier say your father was killed in, yeah. a, in a car crash? Yeah, he yeah. hit a pole and he instantly died. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. Stephen tells him it's not possible that he's too young to have that condition. But right. Martin just goes on and on about, well, my father, he was like me. He he ate healthy. He worked out. And he had no reason to die during surgery, but he did. Yeah. No reason to die during surgery. Right. So now we find out. Oh. oh. That's not how his dad died. Right. Hmm. 
Exactly. And we find out, too, the whole meetings, the whole reason yep. why Stephen got to do all this or he feels obligated to yes. do it. Because oh he said, because Martin blames him for his dad dying during mm-hmm. surgery. Wow. But for him to blame him is one thing. Yeah. But also to feel like you have this power. So is right. there, is he right about that? Right. Because anyone could blame exactly. you. People feel That's all types true. of ways when they're grieving mm-hmm. about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're going to get sued. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so it does why make are you, you think, letting him have oh, this power? And that's why it makes sense. On later on, remember you said he was um he was an alcoholic. Uh huh. Mm, so yep. yeah, so he's definitely he's yeah. Got so he him. probably so yeah. So Martin is probably on to something. That's mm-hmm. why he felt like ooh, like he's kind of still, you know, strumming mm-hmm. those those strings a little bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But Stephen reluctantly runs these tests on Martin. Mm-hmm. So Martin asked Stephen to show him his chest and his armpit hair. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Bob was talking about how hairy his dad is. Yeah. Since that matters. <laughs> and Stephen's like, you know, the tests show that nothing's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And you're good to go. All the tests came back fine. Stephen does end up showing Martin his armpit and chest hair. And Martin's like, oh, I don't have that much. I just have a little bit. And he shows him his. <laughs> and he's like, it's probably because you're young. You're young and you're healthy. And that's yeah. why the test came back fine. Um, Stephen's getting slightly more short with him, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And Martin invites Stephen over again, saying, like, his mom, you know, she's attracted to to you. And I think that you guys would make a great couple. Mm-hmm. But Stephen just insists, like, that he can't. He's right. not going to do it. And although his mother is beautiful, <laughs> he he's a married man and he's happy with his family. Mm. Which is yeah, he finally. But that's what he should have said when he was sitting there yeah. on that couch that night. He really, literally, just got up and just left. Like he went with the like, with the hurry. Martin's playing these gross little games yeah. with him. So like, why it's you like, want to see my chest hair and like it's very why weird. Did, why are you making me come have dinner with you guys right. and watch a movie? It's <laughs> so weird. Yeah, yeah. He he's definitely doing a mind game. That's oh, yeah. pretty much what it was all. Yeah. But after this, Martin's demands Mm -hmm. for Stephen's, like, attention, they grow just increasingly more frequent Uh and desperate because Stephen stops responding and he kind of tries to ghost him. It doesn't seem like it's for very long, though. Maybe gives off the illusion that it's two or three days. Right. (laughs) It's really not a long time to go without talking to somebody at all. Exactly. But Martin's getting, you know, obsessive. So Stephen's eating over at one of his colleagues' house. And his colleague, he remarks about, this is the same one who he was talking in the hallway mm-hmm. with. He talks about how he saw Martin standing near Stephen's car earlier that mm-hmm. week. Like, oh, that kid yeah. that wanted to intern, he was standing over by your car. Right. And see, just like yeah. that. And so from the outside looking in too, I'd be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what, what are y'all? Why? <laughs> like, I would literally be like watching the whole thing. Like, what's why is all yeah. this happening? Why? Yeah. Like, I would be taking I would notes. Want, I would want you to call me out if you're like, Bridget, why is this kid? Yeah, who is fall, this? Why is he standing over there? Right. Like, He's I don't like this. coming up here and stuff. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. But that night when Kim gets home, she tells Stephen that Martin, uh, he gave her a ride home uh-huh. on his friend's motorcycle. So now he's like picking up the daughter and. Stephen's troubled to hear this when yeah, because when Kim says that because little fast tale. Well, not just that; it's also like, dang, how did Martin know where my daughter is, oh, and yeah, like, why yeah. is he <laughs> picking her up? Yeah, but no, also that too. She yeah. should know better. So he finally calls him, 
but Martin doesn't answer. And then mm-hmm. you could see that Martin's sitting on that motorcycle, like outside of their house looking. And <laughs> yeah. as he's getting that call. Right. And it's just like, like, what the heck? If you don't go get a life, yeah. Stephen. And that's that. I think Stephen so, Martin. Right, Martin. I think people who have the time on their hands to do that to you, to, to like, those are people to be like, to really be like, okay, this. <laughs> This person, okay, you gotta watch them because, like, you literally are taking your debt, your time, like, your whole life is waking up mm-hmm. and then getting going, getting to this person, tormenting this person. It's, it's just so all, weird. They're just like, I got time today. Yeah. But Martin had a whole bunch of days, he had weeks. He <laughs> yeah. was just, you know. So the next morning, Stephen goes back to check on Bob and he, you know, has to come down for breakfast. And Bob says, you know, his legs can't move because the mom, was. she was like, you know, kids come eat, whatever. And so Stephen goes up against Bob and then, you know, he's, he's laying in the bed and he's like, Bob, come on, you know, we got to get up for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And Bob wasn't like answering. And so Steve goes in there like, hello, like I'm talking to you. But anyway, he goes in there and he's like, dad, my, my legs can't move. Like I literally can't move my legs. Mm -hmm. He wasn't feeling anything. He was like, they're numb and he can't move to get, to get up. And so mm-hmm. Stephen and Anna, they rush, like the next scene, you just see Stephen and Anna, and they're kind of like yeah. running in the hospital yeah. with Bob in their arms or whatever. And they run some tests on Bob mm-hmm. and he recovers like during the examination and he's <laughs> walking again. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the doctors and stuff send them home. So you see them on their way home and it's like this view, it's like a top view of them mm-hmm. going down the escalator. Yeah. And once they finally get down to the bottom of the escalator, then, um, Bob's legs give out again and yep. he just like like just falls to the ground yeah and you could just see like the mom and then I like too because there was no music playing it was yep. just quiet was it quiet or could you just hear quiet. the yep it was quiet and you just see the action you just see like you know her but you don't really think much sound was going on right yeah that's true yeah again you know lifeless yeah so yeah of course at this point Steve Steven is now he's really starting to get frustrated mm-hmm. um and he's talking to the doctor and he discusses like the findings, which is pretty much nothing with the parents. Like he, he sits down and talks with them, but they want to keep him overnight mm-hmm. and try him, you know, more in the morning, just kind of see how he's doing on the next, the next morning. So Anna's concerned, but Steven, like he brushes it off. He's saying he'll be fine. He'll be walking by tomorrow. I think at this point, Steven kind of thinks too, that his son is maybe faking. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he did recover right at first. So and then fell out again. So it's like well, he'll probably recover again. Next, we see Kim riding on the dirt bike again right. with Martin, and she's—you could just tell she's—it's silent and stuff. But she's like through the roof happy, like yeah. holding on to him. All her hair again. Blows. This was I she has should... her cheek pressed on his back, like yeah. she's like yay. She's so happy to be with him. I probably should have put that in the in the in my rating with the the way they they captured it. I did like that because it was. It, you literally get into the feeling of like her on the bike because it was mm-hmm. just quiet, but you see her faces, you see her hair blowing in the mm-hmm. wind. She's like on the back, and it's just it was showing that scene for about what like a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, it, it kept was going. too long for the was, amount of no music, right? But I think that's that's what added also to the just awkwardness and the whole mm-hmm. execution of it trying to make you feel that way. <laughs> so then the next morning when they go to visit Bob, yeah, they see that Martin is in the room visiting with him already. Mm-hmm. Um, and Martin whispers to Stephen to meet him in the cafeteria upstairs. And Stephen, he obliges and, and Martin gives him a small gift hmm. for all the gifts that Stephen has given him. Oh, Lord. Which is like, this is, how is this even appropriate timing? But whatever. <laughs> Martin says that the critical moment 
they both knew would come someday is here now. Mm. Mm, right, they to both Steven. knew this was going to like, yeah, like we're gonna have to. It's here now. Yep. That moment that they're we knew this pop. was coming. That bubble yep. pop. <laughs> <laughs> so Martin talks to Steven and he explains mm-hmm. that to balance things. Mm. Mm. So they need to balance things out. It was out of balance. Mm. So for his father's death, which occurred in Steven's operating room, mm-hmm. Steven must kill either Bob. Kim or Anna mm-hmm. or else within a few days they're all going to die mm-hmm. after going through this process first they'll become paralyzed second they'll refuse to eat mm-hmm. third they'll bleed through their eyes Ugh. and Ugh. very shortly after that one just a few hours death so <laughs> every time that part came up I was covering up I cannot <sighs> see that yes so now we see what's happened here now we see why the awkwardness was what it was and and it's so weird because it's like what would you think like if somebody said that to you would you even believe that like what are you talking like who are you (laughs) i don't know it was just like because that that even was the look on steven's face he you could tell he he heard what he was saying but it was like his mind was trying to compute like huh like wait a minute what is he saying because it's weird real? like what yeah like how are you saying that this is going to happen and then of course having your son just go into the hospital for his legs giving out i'm sure so much was running through his mind because mm-hmm. <laughs> this dude sound crazy but then at the same time there's some stuff happening that in my actual life that is along the lines of what he's saying yeah like it's just so many things and then it's like yeah. It should be felt, but you right. don't feel it. You don't feel none of it. <laughs> the only reason why we feel it is because we're talking about and, it like normal humans. Right. And we see it from our own perspective of how we would have reacted. Mm-hmm. So we're able to tell our own story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in the movie, you literally, he's literally like, there's no ever any reaction. Right. It's no true like passion. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, do you care? Right. Like, is this... And, too, yeah. Yep. Do you care? And then truly, like, thinking about how this could be possible at the same time. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like, so, after a while, after, you know, Martin is escorted out the hospital after this point. Like, he's like, okay, I'm done, bro. We not... Yep, yep. (laughs) Bye. We not talking. Like, yeah. And so, um, Steven is troubled because the next time he goes to see Bob... He sees that, or at least we cut to a scene where he sees that Bob is refusing to eat. And Ugh. he knows that's part of the other steps yeah. <laughs> of what Martin just said. Yeah, he tries to force him yeah, to eat he a just, donut. Yeah, and like he pushes a donut Ugh. in his mouth. He's like, you're going to eat, work. son, you got to eat, or whatever. And he's like, that like that don't work yet. And the yeah. mom, and then even with that, because you, know, you would expect, like even with that, it kind of showed, that's probably the most emotion mm-hmm. that we've seen in that whole the whole start of the movie yeah because <laughs> he's like good. trying to write and he was trying to put it in there and then um the wife was like you know so we cut to a scene where martin and kim the two teenagers the you know martin the the one weirdo that's awesome. yeah and then we got kim the little fast tail uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me stop we, we've all been teenagers let me stop the girl that can't sing <laughs> Oh, yes. flat note. Yeah, the under, the under the note girl. <laughs> <laughs> they got lit on the chair. And, you know, he's talking to her. And what they talk about? What was this whole conversation? He um, asked because so, she's on her period. Yeah. Uh-uh. And so she says no. And then they can do things later. Uh-uh, see? That is fact. 
okay. I'm sex positive. It's okay. Yeah, but not that damn consenting. young. I, I, hey, <laughs> I'm saying like that doesn't mean. That, do I think they should? No. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. so so Bridget for the fast tail. On the I fast tail, put hands up. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> if you can have a positive experience and you're okay with your past, then you're okay with your past. Right. That's how I feel right. about that. Right. <laughs> now, would I suggest it for this? No, hey, I would I'm not. not. <laughs> Definitely, I would not. I would you. not advise, but I would not <laughs> be like, oh, every time it's awful. Eh. You know, we're dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> then she does. So then I guess she, at this point, I guess we've seen mm-hmm. that she's seen her parents doing this whole little situation. <laughs> their ritual. Yeah. Their because, little bedtime ritual. Right. Because she takes off her clothes and she just has on with her, her underwear. Pants, yeah. yeah. And lays on the bed like halfway again with her head hanging off. Like how she's seen her mama do and lay there lifeless. So Martin, he's like, he just tells, he just kind of looks at her. He really, mm-hmm. like he, he like, you could tell he's looking at her, but. It was, he was just like, you're the prettiest girl I've ever met, but I, I have to go. Yeah, that's what he did. But it wasn't even like he was all like shy. It was more of like this arrogant matter confidence. Yeah, matter of fact, I like that. You're the prettiest girl I've ever met, but I have to go. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. And so, you know, she just kind of got up and was like, okay, I'm just playing. She and he, he thinks that um, he insists that he's not mad at her mm-hmm. when she asks him why. You know, right. like, I just did the thing. This means... This means doing stuff, right? right? This is what I've seen my parents do. Oh, and he's man. like, no, it's just late. It's not. There's still plenty of daylight out, mm-hmm. it looked like to me, but whatever. And she tells him that she loves him. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and he heads out. So we come back to a scene where we see Bob now. He's in the hospital. And his condition is not improving, but no cause could be found by them, despite mm-hmm. both of the parents being medically inclined. Yeah. They couldn't even tell, like... Or what's happening to yeah them. they they didn't know and they can't put their input yeah in. they have no input you know but they believe that it's psychosomatic and they just frustrated so steve at yeah. this point he gets bob and he goes into the room and just like picks him up and takes him out to the hall to walk mm-hmm. and literally bob's legs just dragging and like steven's getting upset and frustrated because mm-hmm. he's like why are you not walking like he's trying to i guess challenge the fact on if he's doing it yeah like, on, like if he, if he's faking or not yeah so and then he kind of drops him like he sees like when he's dropping yeah. him he's literally falling like limpless like because anybody else would have tried to stop yeah this. like that's just a natural instinct mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that he just flopping yeah <laughs> on the floor is just kind of like it's real dad like i know you're mad but right. at the same time right like this is for real like me i'm over here like, believe it you've dropped him enough exactly <laughs> so he does stop he does yeah so steve begs bob to tell him you know it's an act and he's like bro just come clean just come true like yeah and he threatens like if he doesn't stop that he'll shave off all of bob's hair and you know that's been the whole thing mm-hmm. bob ain't been wanting to cut his hair yeah so he's yeah he's like gonna cut off his hair and like you know, I'm going to make you eat it with a razor. Like, he's threatening Bob. Like, if you don't start walking. Exactly. <laughs> and so Bob is like, it's not an act. I'm telling you, it's not an act. Mm-hmm. Like, so Kim is practicing her singing with her choir. <laughs> Ugh. And it's just like they're, okay, for the blind leading the blind. Just okay. All, just everybody under the note. <laughs> everybody <laughs> it's a concert where it's like Ugh, what I, do i have to go yeah, yeah i have to really love my end. friends or family exactly like at least give me the show choir type like y'all just <laughs> yeah. standing there in some damn robe <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna need some more entertainment like <laughs> i'm gonna need you guys to be on the note not exactly, under it right <sighs> sorry and but she's true. at her practice <laughs> and in the middle of this she 
collapses. Yeah. Which stops the song, thankfully. But it's bad because she collapses. <laughs> yeah. And so she she's does. also yep. hospitalized. Not her legs. Again, like Steven goes in there, he tries to force her to eat mm-hmm. and she refuses. Mm-hmm. When she finally takes a bite and chews just a little bit, she like spits it out and says she just can't. Ugh. Which is crazy Dang. to me. So they all happen. Like what Martin said was mm-hmm. gonna happen is happening. So Steven drives over to Martin's house and he's pissed. Yeah. He's banging on the door and he's yelling at him like come out mm-hmm. come out you know um <laughs> See what you yeah <laughs> you better open the door <laughs> you know he's like i'll do whatever it takes he right. starts threatening him and saying like if his family dies and martin's gonna be right. he's gonna die mm-hmm. in jail and so steven's frustrations are starting to come out yeah martin. but martin didn't come out though no, right yeah. he didn't so it just cuts to a scene now where steven and anna are together and he they kind of start talking about martin and just like why he's doing what he's doing or why what's happening is happening and so that's when steve just kind of opens up and tells her the true history of their whole ordeal and he starts to tell him that he's known her for six months you know and that's why you know you kind of keep coming around Mm. um and you know he says that he's willing to go to the police but anna says it won't help Cause it won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably they ain't gonna. They gonna think it's something weird. Probably. So then Stephen, you know, is honest that he had two drinks before operating on Martin's father, mm. but it wasn't the. It was not the cause of his father's death. Like he was like, yeah, yeah you know, I had two drinks, but if death wasn't the cause, <laughs> and mm. it's like, yes, yes, it probably was. Sorry the fact that you like, even, yeah, yeah, the fact that you even got to say that is probably because that's what's true. So now we cut to a scene where we're back at the hospital, and you know, you see the kids are just e- like eager to go home and. They're acting really like just pensive mm-hmm. about everything. Now Bridget wrote that in. I want to know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like they don't really care in okay. a way. Like they want to show that they're being thoughtless or oh god. Okay. The Engaged way that I look them. at what? I'm sorry. That's just the way that I look at pensive. If someone's being pensive, they're not really being super enthusiastic. Oh. But they're also doing it on purpose. That's the way I look at it. Okay. What is yours? It's just saying the opposite, actually. It says engaged in or involving or reflecting deep on serious thought. So. Okay. Maybe they were reflect. They were because they were. Are we at the kids? Yeah, but it was kind of. Yeah. I'm trying to say. I was thinking of more the feeling of pensiveness instead of like the verb of it. So they were feeling like we're not going to get out. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like they were were talking like. Yeah, they. This is what it is. And they weren't being emotional about it. Yeah. Is what I meant. Okay. By pensive. Okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely how it was. It was like no, no. It was just, yeah, like this is life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, lifeless. And so Martin calls Kim from the parking lot of the hospital, but he insists, you know, he can't go up. Mm-hmm. So here we are, Martin downstairs at the bottom of the hospital, and yeah. he's looking up at the hotel window, uh, well, yeah. hotel, hospital window yeah. that Kim and Bob are in. Yeah. And he calls Kim from her room, talking about, come look out the window. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that he what? can see her and she waves. Yes. And she waves at him and, and it makes her so happy, right? right? And then, too, look, how she get to the window? <gasps> Mm -hmm. because her daggone legs is working she stands up 
Huh. It like it's not like she stands up all quickly and like da, right. da, da, you know she starts skipping goes, around. This ain't Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> right? She just <laughs> she <laughs> she just like brings her her legs around to the bed and it's like, girl, yeah. look at you, you walking. Slowly What's going on? starts to inch over there. Yeah. Now how you start walking? Walking because Martin said to walk. No, what do you think this is? But she does unfortunately become paralyzed all over again when he hangs up. Mm. So Bob tries to get up too. But he falls as well. Hmm. He doesn't. He can't even <laughs> move. Yeah. So he just flops. So he get mad because he's he looking at his sister like, oh, okay, she can move. Yeah, can... like she can heal. Right. Maybe I can. Right. When the mom, Anna, she realizes that uh, she was talking to Martin. She insists that she never talk to him again. Mm-hmm. She takes her phone from her. She's like disgusted. And Kim tells her that, you know, you shouldn't get hysterical. You'll know what it feels like when it happens to you. Mm. It was just mm. like, ooh, wow. and her mom, she, wow. she gets pissed. She, she, she gave her a good her. old slap. Yep, <laughs> my mama did me a good old slap one good time because I was mad, disrespectful. So I felt mm. that, mama, my bad. I know, I feel you. It happens. I had one good slap. Ooh, she slapped me good. Doesn't, but yeah, when you look back on the, if you're one of us, where it's like you can look back <laughs> on it and say, yeah, yeah, I was okay. like, yeah, I, <laughs> I deserve that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that's how she she definitely slapped mm-hmm. her like that. <laughs> so then in the next scene Anna she goes to Martin's house mm-hmm. and she speaks to Martin mm-hmm. so she's sitting in that living room on that couch where they sat Ugh. and Martin is eating his spaghetti and she tells him like she knows about the real reason why he's been spending time with Stephen mm-hmm. because he told her the truth and then Martin tells her you know Stephen has feelings for my mom Ugh, just while he's slopping on the <laughs> wow. spaghetti Ugh, you know, and, and it was just like I hate it cause you know anyway <laughs> off your face <laughs> uh, but steven or sorry but martin tells her like steven has feelings for his mom mm-hmm. and he's sorry to tell you oh while he's just eating this spaghetti all casually <laughs> and he asked like why should she ask why should her children suffer because of steven's mistake uh. and you know he says he doesn't know if what's happening is fair but mm-hmm. it's the closest thing that he could think to mm-hmm. for justice oh yeah yep because oh yep showed did mm-hmm. and then at this point i forgot yep because he when he was telling all the truth about everything Stephen mm-hmm. told the wife also what martin had said about the bleeding from the eyes and mm-hmm. going paralyzed and blah, blah blah so now she knows that too she understands that too so yep now he's saying that that is the way to get justice Dang. and i think what makes me the most upset about it is like how does this kid know of something that you guys can't figure out right in time yeah you know what i mean because he knows how to save the rest Right. Once you select which one, oh no, bruh, just <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, because because you wouldn't have. Okay, so what what would you have done? Would you have believed him or? Oh, would I have, like picked a family member? Yeah, would you have done what he said to do? Nah. Okay. I mean, like, oh gosh, this is gonna sound uh, kind of arrogant, but What's I saying? wouldn't be in Steven's position because if I had some, like, I'm sorry, I take my work. Uh, pretty seriously yes, exactly and and i i work with children right. i wouldn't go into work uh, right. like unable like in any format not able to completely perform exactly. a job exactly so work is work and play is play yeah you gotta know when so that's <laughs> completely inappropriate of him so yeah, i'm saying i'd never be in that in position, position in the first place right. um but, it, but, but we all make mistakes right so i'm not saying i'm better than him but i right. i am saying it was it's hard for me to even think about being in those shoes yeah but if some crazy person let's just say someone's <laughs> like you want to play a game you know <laughs> if they did that 
you know it'd yeah. be different yeah i feel like i have the type of family though where if they knew that i'll be like no you know what mm-hmm. i mean like just let it be me you know right they wouldn't be like his family who's gonna be fighting <laughs> to like no don't kill me yeah they'd yeah, be like i'd rather yeah. you know it's, it's like, hard to put yourself in this position yeah because nobody i, I just feel like nobody has that type of power over and nobody that's what i'm saying you know what right saying? now like yeah. even even scientifically <laughs> right like you if your little art. dumb self could figure this out right then that means someone else has already figured out oh how to fix this exactly so bye and then uh and then too. they don't fight hard enough yes like really y'all just just letting letting everything be just surrendering to it all yeah <laughs> i guess so we cut to a scene where we're at the hospital and kim and the parents and like all the doctors and stuff they're discussing because the parents are in there too right yeah they're discussing how there's like no reason for them to stay at the hospital and that the kids got to go look we need these rooms we need these beds <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what goes on in the hospital. Like they be needing them beds and stuff. So they was just saying, "Look, ain't no wrong. Get on out." I don't uh, think that's how they were saying it, though. Oh, I was just paraphrasing, but well, no, well, <laughs> I mean, no, you- no. But I took it as not. As, I'm sorry. The way that I looked at it was the doctors were saying like, "We can't figure anything out. Like right. we don't know why they're doing this." Yeah, we're like so we can't help them you're right. gonna have to go so somewhere no else yeah yeah you know what there's i mean no like this is the furthest here. that we can we yeah. can fix and that's what's so crazy because you have a whole boardroom full of like these elite mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. prestigious doctors like that's why they show the award scene you know they're, they're supposed to be high like and none of y'all can figure out what's going on so that mm-hmm. i'm sure that was definitely a jab to their egos and their oh, yeah you know <laughs> their feeling then, of accomplishment and, and steven he even tells them like yeah i don't even know how you sleep at night if i was you i would feel like a complete failure yep. like yep. he sliced he's, yes he's ego yeah his ego their ego everybody <laughs> ego in the room all oh, y'all deserve to get sliced complete failures right because how do, how can we not figure out what's going on yeah especially something with that with the whole with the legs situation oh, it also feels like you know like this could be a challenge yeah we'll keep working right you know what i mean like okay you haven't We're found just, nothing yet but yeah let's keep this moving yeah you could if you put your heads together right did you think some of the doctors felt that they were faking the kids were if they did that they, they didn't show it in the movie yeah. at all like yeah, they it wouldn't show be, it but I, I it would have wonder. to be something that they could have thought in their heads but yeah as far i'm sure as, somebody was sitting be, around the table like because they wasn't getting any results well so. because the movie yeah, they weren't getting any results. But because the movie didn't portray the doctor's mm-hmm. perspective, I took it as they're also like lifelessly not caring mm-hmm. people. You know yeah, what I mean? They didn't care. And so they didn't put much effort into it either. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of they're all they're living in this stale world <laughs> yes, where it doesn't really nothing. matter. Yep. So let's not care. That's mm-hmm. how I felt. Like yeah. that's why it didn't and there show some, their emotions. and that's probably too that 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 could justify them sleeping at night like how steven said <laughs> i feel like too it could also justify with them thinking that oh you know what they're just faking like we're we're not finding anything because there isn't anything yeah. so some people probably went to sleep that night feeling that way too yeah and justifying the, the feeling of failure but yeah pretty much they almost failing y'all just <laughs> y'all can't figure it out so anna meets steven's colleague at a dinner and she asked him to bring her you know the files on, on martin's father about the surgery like yep. she wanted to see what was in the files and so he says he can't give it to her but that he can give her all the information he can remember from that night so he's saying you know i you know i can give you that but then he kind of looks at her like a 
there's a but. Yeah. There's a but. So it looks like it's gonna come with a cost. Yeah. <laughs> so she so he asks, you know, what's in it for him? And they make a deal. So then next thing you know, you cut to a scene and then you see Anna in the truck with the daggone colleague of Steven. Yeah. And she in there giving him a hand job. Mm-hmm. A very mm-hmm. mundane hand job, hand job but he enjoyed job. it. He reached he, completion. Yep. <laughs> That's all he wanted. And he gave her all the information about Martin's father's case. The colleague, he actually reveals that Stephen had four drinks <laughs> before the surgery to four. Anna. Yeah. So he was in there to the beat. <laughs> four? Uh-huh. See, now it's definitely on you, Stephen. Yeah. And so then he's like, you know, yeah, because he said it could have absolutely mm. been Stephen's mistake and how it was unusual also for Stephen to drink before Whoa. his, you know, his his operating whatever mm. so it's kind of like why was he drinking in the first place because he usually doesn't do that mm. but yeah he had four drinks before he had to cut somebody's heart open or wait was it their heart yeah because he's a heart surgeon man uh, can you that's crazy I, like the the pre the just the amount of pressure of what you have to do is enough for me to mm. not want to do no type of nothing i want to be completely yeah. level-headed <laughs> exactly to be operating on somebody's or, life or be honest so if, if this yeah. isn't something that you n- usually do then it needs to be like wait a minute mm-hmm. i don't feel completely safe mm-hmm. or ready for this find mm-hmm. another doctor right. can you do that instead no for this? It, was, it was too much arrogance i feel <sighs> like doctor because the, the only reason why i know is from the hospital i used to work at i ain't gonna say which one but it was a lot of arrogant ass doctors in there, mm-hmm. and they think they that they're gods and stuff. And so Ooh. they really did walk around with a very pompous, arrogant attitude, and just like I am, like because I, you know, am yeah. pretty much the one that could either save you or you could mm-hmm. die or whatever. Like I'm pretty much uh, the author of your life, and that's I'm not even kidding. That was a lot of them doctors there at that hospital. They had that type mm-hmm. of aura and that vibe. Ooh. So I feel like with Stephen over here drinking before he does a freaking heart surgery, mm-hmm. that is very arrogant of you to think that you could do like that you could do that yeah <laughs> that's so just irresponsible and arrogant like to be like i got this like and you know and maybe a- he wasn't even thinking he got it but and you know what else is like kind of interesting about that because yeah. what if you are the type of person who four drinks is nothing to you because mm. then the at that point like how many drinks makes you like a, a functioning alcoholic right. for yeah. all we know. Yeah. Because some people might be four drinks. That doesn't do anything for me. Right. And I'll you be might done. be 100% for I real, but be. four drinks for <laughs> yeah. me. Right. I'll be done. For me? Yeah. Now I could have a little I don't drink shots. often. That's, yeah, I don't either. That's probably what it is. Yep. We, so. we, we some lightweights in the we are. world. So. <laughs> Maybe four drinks isn't a lot. What do we know? No, right. four drinks. No, but two, and then a heart surgery. Two is, is a lot. lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, because I, I can just imagine me drinking four drinks now. Like, how it would feel like, no, I could never operate on a body, <laughs> on a person under four drinks. That's crazy. Intoxicated mm. with four drinks. Or do or do whatever your job is. Yeah, or whatever. You exactly. Know? Because I think about that, too. Should like, I, I be... Wanna, I want to be able to present myself well, represent myself well, and be able to speak. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be thinking on a more focused level, like when you yeah. go into business meetings or like. That's the whole you know? purpose of the movie <laughs> Flight. Because Why? you really want. You're, you're excited because he saved mm. so many people. Why? But the truth of the matter is. He was drunk. He was though. drunk. And he had Coke. He had Coke. He was gone. And he had, yeah, he, had, he was doing some good And he things. still was eight, like, but like it was miraculous. So mm. people are 
mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Who cares? You have to. Right. You, you, That's true. People's lives did, are he, still. Right. He did wrong. Wait, was the whole reason why they even crashed his fault? No. Okay. They so found it out it was the plane. Yeah, it there was, was the a plane. malfunction on the plane. Right. So he still, technically, he still did his job. He came through even under the influence. Yeah. It was still wrong that he was doing it, but he still came to the challenge. Yeah. It was like, hold on, I'm about to save everybody. Yeah. As I'm, as lit as I am, <laughs> Man. I'm about to do it. So it does. So it does make you be like, dang, you know what? Yeah, he did save everybody. So you kind of like not really get on him that bad about drinking and stuff. But still, you don't do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Just don't do but it. But you still got caught. Yeah. Is that, like you got caught. And then and then, and then if they died, they, it, that could have went a whole totally different way too. But but oh, there were there were a couple people that died. Oh. So, but still, when everybody else did the simulation and they tried, like they don't understand. Like it was a miracle that many yeah. people lived because it was only like two or three. Yeah. Still, you know, those two or three happen. souls are gone now. So. I remember they take it very seriously because yeah. planes really don't crash right. like that often. Yeah, not that's not right. They so, say that. I mean, you get more accidents in a car than in yeah, a plane. Yeah, you're way more likely to yeah. do that. But you so. know what, though? I believe that. I do believe that how it was like a miracle or in a sense because I remember being trashed coming from a freaking white people Super Bowl party. Now, look, <laughs> I ain't trying to be funny, but y'all white people be, y'all be partying on a whole nother level, okay? That was the first time <laughs> I ever got drunk off some daggone beer. And I remember, <laughs> for real, because <laughs> that's what it was with them cakes yes. and them damn ping pong uh, like uh, games and stuff. And I was partying with them, and I I got really trashed, and I drove my ass home. But really, the Lord drove me home. I don't remember the drive. I don't remember. I don't remember pushing the pedals. I don't remember getting up the steps. Like that was so like like I I was like I won't ever do that again ever in Mm -hmm. my life because it was just like that. There's no way that I got home. (laughs) Like that was God. Like Mm. I probably told too much. Don't be worried about. Look, I'm grown now, Mom and Dad. I'm grown. (laughs) Aunties and uncles. (laughs) I I mean. I could never, and I mean, and no, and not in a general right. way. I know, I got but like, I remember the two times where I felt that way. One time, it was just, it was blackout drunkness. Yeah. That's all that it was, because all I wanted to do was just lay down and sleep. Dang. But I was out with so many people, and I just would have been on the floor, like. <laughs> When, you know when you see people that are just out and right. that makes me feel so unsafe yes. you know what I mean uh, and even though I felt like cause it just was like oh the lights don't want to stay on just let me sleep right but uh, <laughs> I, I was at least able to text one of my friends like please come and get me yeah cause I'm not the one who like I didn't drive okay but okay. still they weren't ready to leave and it was yeah. like I'm gonna fall asleep right. like I, I don't go. think you guys yeah. understand I don't like being out <laughs> open amongst all these people yeah like I can't uh, this is too much for me yeah um, so i feel that yeah so but i, would, I can't good, imagine good. if i was but like it girl, would have been some sort of i don't remember nothing yes girl yes i literally don't remember i just remember waking up in my room like how did i get here that is crazy but Oof. but never again uh-uh. I, look that's all i needed was one time to bump my head that's all i needed that was oh. that was good enough over warning like i was like thank you god for having my back i won't do that again <laughs> all right where we at <laughs> So, so eventually the kids are sent home and Anna tends to them. And so Stephen expresses how they think it will be beneficial for them to go to the beach house for a few days. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, maybe we need a little vacation, you know. But you think it'd be beneficial? <laughs> maybe. Like, what are yeah. you guys going to do to show joy? You haven't expressed any right. other emotion here. Like, Nothing else seems to have you're, made an impact. So yeah. what's the beach going to do? 
But anyways, Anna talks about how beautiful Stephen's hands are. Mm-hmm. You know, she's t- she's kind of trying to schmooze her husband up. <laughs> yeah. So we got he's an Anna incompetent man. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that his two children are dying, and she finally calls him about not doing anything yeah. she's like you have beautiful hands but you're useless your kids are dying uh, and there's nothing you're doing i feel like that's eh. that's i don't know as a wife i guess it just depends on the, the dynamic of the relationship but for her to say that like she came real and literally just pretty much maybe kicked the dog he while he was down yeah maybe she thought like you need to know right now that you're failing maybe you don't realize right. it but i'm telling you but i think he does realize it. that's why he said he can't sleep at night so you're kicking a dog while he down already he, he said he can't <laughs> sleep at night he said he can't he was like how do you guys sleep at night i'm a complete well, failure so he's saying it no 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 no. he said that to the other doctors he said right well, but even he can't i mean i feel like he's is at that same table in that same boat you a doctor too nigga. you can't figure it out so you well, just he should as, feel that way but he's i don't think he does <laughs> i feel like he he still thinks he like, probably don't well he might but ugh, he's arrogant like yeah. he said so yeah. he still thinks they can't figure it out they're idiots and you know and she's calling him incompetent because yeah. he hasn't done it yet but why she had yeah i mean that's yeah i mean you know hey that's what she so said you're saying you would never um or you don't think that, you would ever not in that way like you can you can still kind of Encour- challenge somebody and encourage yep. them without it being so like damn like i'm you just talking to me and you're talking down like you're not like showing me the situation or the problem and giving me you know helping me with the solution you're just kind of yeah. talking down to you're just incompetent you're not this and it's like <laughs> that ain't gonna help them none either like you know like tell them the real but you ain't gotta say it like that i think the reason i like it is because she's starting to finally show a little bit more emotion yeah you know what yeah. i mean because you've been waiting for them <laughs> to be passionate exactly and it does progress and it's so weird because it progressively gets to a point in the movie where they start to show a little bit more yeah. emotion than they started but it's still never quite again it's, it's like enough. it's like emotion under the note like, yeah <laughs> under the note the under the note emotion like it's just like y'all it still never reaches like i still don't get it it doesn't yeah. do anything for me so yeah so at right. this point she is yeah she is kind of having a little bit of like oh okay yeah she's getting into the anger <laughs> so she tells him why don't you go to martin's house mm-hmm. you know like she starts just blaming him like this is right. your fault we're in this situation which really it is yeah technically yeah you had four drinks and you did surgery to this crazy right. kid's father right so she just she chastises him for a little bit yeah now um, in that sense i would i would eat his ass up for that like really yeah. he was drinking doing before yeah. a freaking surgery like Ooh. i would go off about that cause yeah. that's just dumb and look at where it's gotten it right so now we got two paraplegic kids she said not only like did you cause this but mm-hmm. you're you're not solving this right like it, it does there needs to be more pressure on him because you know her getting her giving her little hand jobs and going and asking martin right. nicely is not working to, exactly so Stephen just rambles on about how they don't have anything that like they need to fix and he starts throwing things around right. in the kitchen yep. and breaking glass mm-hmm. you know like there's there's nothing to fix mm-hmm. right so in bed that night anna just kind of gives up mm-hmm. she's exhausted and she just tells him calmly like i guess you're you'll just wait until we're all dead oh. that'll work dang Mm. she's like i guess that's the plan okay so <laughs> death that's that's the only option since you mm-hmm. haven't gotten this so the next morning steven wakes up anna and tells her to come downstairs mm-hmm. and so we see that steven is 
kidnapped Martin yep. and has him tied up in his basement. And he appears to be pretty beat up. Got Martin tied up. <laughs> and it's just like Anna looks at him, but she's still doing it lifelessly. Yeah. Because she's kind of like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. She's still kind of exhausted yeah. with it all. Like, yeah. We haven't figured anything out. Right. So Martin says his mom would be worried sick. And, you know, he kind of like talking in the chair, like tired. Yeah. Just saying, you know, I need to get home, you know. So Stephen asks if his mom would be proud of him being a murderer. Um, Because, you know, like, what are you doing to my kids? So Martin says that Stephen is wasting time. And that it's weird that really Stephen is the true murderer. Yeah. Because you killed my daddy doing surgery. Man. Now, he ain't say that last little part. But yeah. that's pretty much what he was saying. And so then, you know, Stephen's like, okay, you know what? Well, I will be. And so he starts kind of like beating up um, <laughs> Martin. And, yeah, he just kind of punching Martin a little he- bit. Yeah, you feel that part. You're like, yeah, get him. Yeah, because you're like, I'm annoyed with you, Martin. Like, right. Stephen was wrong, but this is too much. Right. Like, what's going on with my kids? Why did you know that they was gonna be able to do this, or yeah. they this was gonna happen to them? So yeah, he's kind of like, yeah, he's trying to get answers in a sense without really asking many questions. <laughs> so then Martin, he end up, you know, as he's kind of punching him, he bites Stephen's <laughs> arm. Yes, like Gross. he bit. He got got a good little grip yeah. in there. And um and then Martin bites his own arm and the crazy part is he bit it to the point of biting off flesh. Like Martin bit off his own nasty. flesh. Okay, he does that kind of to show him like see the physical violence doesn't matter yeah. like we're even now right. like, like he don't right he you think i feel something yeah so true i'm a weirdo look right. at me so now Stephen, like dang okay I, I guess i can't punch him like he won't ever say anything because mm-hmm. clearly he can bite off his own flesh yeah but i mean <laughs> he does shoot him in the leg yeah. <laughs> He does, yeah. Steven went ahead, mm-hmm. just took the little shotgun he brought down there and started shot Martin in the leg. And it left a pretty big hole, too, because... Even though he does that, like, Martin's not really intimidated. Uh-huh. Like, he still doesn't show that much emotion. Uh-huh. And he just tells him, like, you probably should dig a pretty big hole because... Dang, all of them, all of them are going to die if that you kill me. Crazy. Like, Dang. It's, and it's, so he stopped beating him up, though, because he was like okay yeah he is right like i don't know what to do like my kids are dying because he's saying they're gonna die and then now he's saying if i kill his ass then they still gonna die like (laughs) you can still beat him up for fun though you don't have to all the way kill him but keep beating him up give him just a good beating yeah (laughs) in the next scene kim is at the house they're in the room. Her and Bob are in the same room now. So mm-hmm. they like their little hospital beds that they have are together. And she tells Bob that she loves him mm-hmm. and that they're all going to miss him. But this is just an impossible position. Yeah. And Bob just kind of expresses how the mom, Anna, she bought him a piano because she believes in him and not in her. Mm-hmm. And so the children start to kind of argue over who's the favorite, like who's going to stay and yeah. who their father should choose to kill. Yeah. And who should try to get in his favor. So. That's crazy. And at this point, we realize, too, the kids even know. Like, they know what's going on. Something is, yeah. Yeah, so they literally playing this. Yeah, like, I'm I'm the kid not to kill. Oh, no, Dad. Mom bought me a piano. Yeah. You know, just. (laughs) Like, uh, trying to give him reasons. So, Bob goes and he crawls Mm -hmm. through the house and he cuts his own hair. Mm -hmm. Like, his father wanted him to earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he shows his dad his new haircut and he's, you know, he's like, I should have listened to you earlier. This looks, you know, good. And mm-hmm. he, he says, I don't want to be like, mom, I want to be a cardiologist just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and at night, ugh, yeah, just t- just trying to get in his dad's favor. Yeah. And at night, Stephen cries yeah. outside in his garden just while he's trying to 
contemplate what to do. Yeah. And then, he, too, I'm sure he felt that, too, his kid. Like, he knows his kids are trying to not be the one to be yeah. killed. So, that's another feeling. Like, ugh, like, why did I make my They're kids feel this for way? Me yeah. Now. That's... Yeah. So he he even visits the school and he asks mm-hmm. about his kids. He's like, they're into separate things, but mm-hmm. they're good at all the you know the things that they're in in their own right. Yeah. But how do you feel? Yeah. You know, he even like asked the school principal outright because the principal's very like, oh yeah, they're both blah 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 right. students. They kind of you know go under the radar and don't you know just even. And so he asked him to pick which child is the best Mm-mm. if he had to choose between the two. What the heck? And the principal's just like, that's just too difficult. I, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. And in his place, I would have thought the same. Like, I would have, once, once Stephen left, I would have been in my head like, that's such a weird question to ask. Why would he yeah, ask me that? what child is the best? Yeah, like, what, what the hell are you talking about? What you planning that's on doing? Easy. Sounds- this one. Oh, I yeah, mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. Right? That sounds so <laughs> sus. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So then now we're back at the house, and Anna, she brings mm-hmm. down the children, and she's carrying Bob and Kim. She's actually just kind of dragging herself on yeah. the floor. With her arms. Um, yeah, with her arms. And so Anna, she starts to help Martin with his wounds and stuff. And so they end up going down to the basement to mm-hmm. where Martin is. And so Anna starts to help him with his wounds and stuff and cleaning them away and applying his new bandages and all the things. And Martin lets her know that, you know, she can take the kids away. But instead, I don't even know why Martin said, what is he saying? Like Martin lets her know that she can take the kids away. Oh, so like, like take them and just run away? No, like she can like. It doesn't matter if she brings them down. Like, you can take them away. Oh, I thought you yeah. was. Okay. And so, but instead of, you know, them, instead of them going away, she starts to kiss Martin's feet. Like, yeah. Why are you kissing his feet? It's another kissing of the hands or foot. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, like, gross. It was but, her way of, like, trying to, in a sense, vie for his favor. Please stop this. It was mm-hmm. like, a, you know, without her saying those words. Yeah. That's what she was doing in that. Like, I'll do anything if you just yeah like I'm submitting myself yeah so and then you know the whole thing you know she wants them to she wants Martin to see what's happening to them and what they feeling and stuff in order to get to gain like his empathy yeah Uh, but it don't work he's just like (laughs) I'm not I mean it is what it is he's like act fast right that's all he just keep he's just really not really giving in to her Uh, Um, yeah emotions clearly mean nothing to him yeah and even if they did they don't have enough emotions in this movie right just weird (laughs) gestures and lifelessness yep you know yep but when the plan doesn't work she she decides later cuts to her trying to seduce her husband Mm -hmm. you know she does her little this time naked laid out ritual but he doesn't even respond to it yeah. like how can i even think of that right, right. now trying to have sex like <sighs> and she tells him like i know that this sounds harsh but the most logical thing can that you can do is kill one of the children mm. and and not her because she can have another child mm. so even she's trying to kiss up to him and why he can have another child too yeah, she the don't need to be there. Too. Right. Right. <laughs> so what are you talking about? All you gotta do is still put his seat. You gotta have two people to make a child. Yeah. Steven's not in he's not in any danger. It's right. gonna be one of you. Right. So he can still have another child. What? That is but, crazy. Yeah. The the fact that she's vying, like, well, keep me alive right. instead of one of them. <laughs> So now we go to a cut to a scene where Kim is crawling back down to the basement and she tries to persuade Martin to heal her, you know, by bringing him a cigarette. Mm. <laughs> you know, he liked to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so she's like, you know, this is her way of now trying to buy for his favorite. Mm-hmm. And so she tries to get Martin to run away together with her. And she's all like, you know, 
Um, and then when that doesn't work, she tries to crawl away. And when the parents realize she's missing, then they walking all like outside and down yeah. the driveway with the flashlights and stuff. Yeah, trying to find her outside. Like, where yeah. is she at? Um, and she's like, really, she actually ended up leaving the basement, right? Yeah, she, she got went, back. She's all the way out of the house. Yep. And she's literally crawled, like literally just pulling mm. herself by her arms. Yeah, army crawling. Yep. So now she's outside and the family trying to find her. They end up finding Kim crawling outside. Yeah. They end up finding her. And so she's like, you know, just telling them how much she loves her family. And mm. she's like, you know, she offers herself like, just, just, just kill me to save yeah. y'all. Like, you know, I don't want this. Yeah. And it still still seems like hmm. it's still not why you don't feel it's it. It's not that believable. <laughs> the way I'm actually telling it more feeling yeah. than what it really is. She but has that's more emotion. Right. That's because I'm not a freaking robot. Anyway, <laughs> so it has to come out mm-hmm. emotion like this. Yeah. It's coming out. You aren't a robot. Right. We aren't. Right. <laughs> so then next scene, Anna just has become hopeless. Yeah. And she releases Martin. Right. She does it without Stephen's permission, though. Yep. So she tells Steven, like, I let him go. It's not going to solve anything. Yeah. It's going to, it's not going to make any difference. And we both know that. So she's mm-hmm. right. Like, what are we going to do? Kill him? Mm. Like, right. what's the purpose? Right. But the anger in me is kind of like, well, you know, you could. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you could die too. Right. But Anna just continues at this point to just like mend her children. Yeah. Like Steven's, she's given up that Steven's going to take action right Mm -hmm. so when kim asked her about you know her symptoms and like have they started yet Mm. then anna slaps her so she slaps her again Mm -hmm. okay because the first time she's like taking her phone you know what i mean and it's not like there are different levels of dramatic this one's more like (laughs) yeah you know like she's she sees that her, she's in competition with mm. her mom too, and she, she's trying oh, to find a way Lord. to hurt her mom. Right? This is crazy. So, so she got another good slap. Yeah, the other one was more of a quick, like, "Give me the phone. <laughs> what is wrong with you?" As you're snatching it away. Yeah. Okay. And so then we cut to a scene I can't hardly look at. It. Uh, Bob yeah. starts bleeding from his eyes, which yeah. we know Martin said what happened a few hours before death. So now we at that point. Now Martin over here. I mean, uh, Bob is over here bleeding from his eyes. It's now. not. We don't have much longer to decide. Yeah, right. <sighs> and so Kim sees this and she yells that he's dying. Like you know, so Stephen like wipes the blood from his son's eyes. And Bob asks who his best friend is. And Bob tells him, you know, he has three best friends in his class: two boys and one girl. We cut to a scene where Stephen is coming to the bedroom to tell Anna that Bob's eyes are bleeding and that she needs to come to the living room. And so when Anna was like, you know, we'll go ahead and tell the kids too to go there. He was like, they're already there. And it's like, oh God, I guess we're at that moment now. We're just going to make his decision. Yeah. And so Anna says she's going to wear a black dress. She's Mm going to wear the black dress that he likes, Stephen likes. Mm -hmm. And he tells her to wear whatever and just hurry up. Girl, why are you trying to get all... Right. I'm going to wear the dress you like. Exactly. Like she's just doing her last ditch ever. Yeah. And so in the living room, Stephen, he has placed Bob, Kim, and Anna, uh, his, his family pretty much. Mm-hmm. Well, not pretty much. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in a circle and they're bound like they got they, they mm-hmm. legs tied, their arms tied, and then they have pillowcases over their heads. Yeah. And, and their mouths are covered. Yes. And so he kind of has them in a circle. I guess it's kind of more like a triangle since there's three of yeah, them. Yeah, it's just, that's all I was about not to that say. that makes sense. Sense right, but that's the best triangle. But you know, <laughs> but that's the best circle that he could yeah. make of the three of the them. Three. Yep. 
and Points. then right and what he does actually he goes in a circle he stands in the yep. middle of all, all three of them and he puts also what is a pillowcase or whatever over his head like whatever. yeah yeah it covers it so he can't see right so yep something. so he can't yep and he stands in the middle picks up the rifle and starts spinning around like making it like a i guess a game that's the best way i can really yeah. say it was like a game, but he wasn't like you could tell the intensity of I think maybe this was the point where obviously we start to feel a little bit more like emotion from them. But even mm-hmm. then they were crying very soft, like you couldn't yeah. even hear anything. They were really. muffled. Yeah. So it was still it like wasn't any, it wasn't like begging either. Like, right. It wasn't none of that. Yeah. They were just all sitting there just letting it happen. Like, OK. Yeah. Yes. A little bit of that. Yep. And so he's standing in the middle and he's t- spinning around a circle with the rifle and then he takes one shot. And the first one narrowly misses Kim. Yep. So it almost hit his daughter. Mm-hmm. He takes off his um, he takes off his kind of like beanie yeah, to see like if it hit anybody. He mm-hmm. sees that it didn't, so he puts it back over yep. his face. And we go at it again. And he spins around again. And then this time, the second time, he narrowly misses Anna. Yep. His it was wife. went like past the side of her Only face. slightly. Like, yeah, it was a close one. He sees that it didn't kill anybody. Yep. He puts his uh um, puts it back on. Yep, he puts his mask on again. He spins in a circle. Mm. And then he takes his third shot. And this one it hits, hits Bob. Bob. Yeah. And was there any he music takes playing? off his... No, I wouldn't have music playing. There were kind of some sounds. Okay. I wouldn't call it music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a... Yeah, kind of give you... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Just one note. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, and so Bob is that... The decision see, has been made. Yep. You see, he shot him in the chest. Like, Bob was sitting on the couch. Yeah. And he shot him in the chest. Yeah. And so you just his see son yep. is the one his that he sacrificed. Died. Yep. He takes off his mask. He sees who it is. And then it kind of stops. Right. So then we cut to a scene. After he did that, it's like she said, the decision has been made. Yep. We see Martin. He enters the diner where him and Steve usually meet. And the remaining Murphys are inside already. Mm-hmm. And they're looking all healthy. and Normal again. They can right, walk. Right. They can walk. Yep. And then they're just sitting. Just got Anna, Stephen, and Kim sitting at the diner table. And they see Martin walk in. Mm. And he takes a seat nearby. So they look over at him. He see who they decided. decided mm-hmm. And like Martin is like seeing, oh, okay, they decided on Bob. <laughs> Like in his mind, he's not saying that, but okay. trying to speak his mind. Like I don't know, we don't know, but I feel like that's what it is. He's like, Okay, that's how he knew that they balanced it out. Yeah, okay. I think the thing is, like, that's a perspective difference. Is all that is. Okay, because the way I saw it was a little different. So how that. would Martin know to stop doing or? You know what I'm saying? Like, when because he knew that they balanced it out. What I'm saying is that's what you think that Martin didn't know who they decided until just this moment, right? Yeah. That's your perspective. Yeah. I, that's not my perspective. Okay. My okay. perspective is that he, he uh, Stephen told Martin who was, so who they selected. So what's the point of meeting at the diner? They didn't meet at the diner on or purpose. Why- that was like, a oh, he's here. Let's go. That was my pers- like. Oh. That's how I looked at it, cause, cause again, I think he already knew that they chose Stephen. Yeah, this is just me. I think they knew that he, uh, or not, they knew. I think that Martin knew he chose Stephen because the only way for the, any of them to live was that he had to choose one of them, so that Martin would give him the the antidote yeah. for the others to live. Right, right. So I think he already knew. Like, okay. Okay. He couldn't get that until he knew who he chose. Right. 
So that's, that's the way that I look at it. Right. But that, yeah. Until he knew that he chose. Right. I just think he found out who they chose when, when he, he came into them? the diner. Yeah. Because oh, okay. why would the family go in there? Like knowing that this is a usual place that you and Martin meet and y'all go to this particular restaurant. Because they're Cincinnati the weirdos. Like they're, they've been emotionless kind of this whole time. <clears throat> I don't think they think about life that way. I think after that whole situation, especially mm-hmm. for something like that with him getting killed, like they literally killed the son uh-huh. because you were saying, if I don't do this, everybody's going to die. So I yeah. want you to know, look, we made our decision. That's how I'm like, they're showing them. And I feel like without it being spoken, they were they, like you said, they look at each other and then he's kind of like, okay, I see who y'all chose. And, and I don't know. And I, I, I see, I see your perspective, but the only reason why I think that he knew in advance is because the mother and daughter wouldn't just magically know how to walk and stop bleeding and not like he had to give them the end. Like, that's why it was like, hurry up and decide. Cause uh, once you do, I can heal the other two. Okay. So that's the, that's the only reason why I was like, they could have walked to the diner, you know, like and yeah. been perfectly fine. Oh yeah. That's true. Too. That's, that's, that. that's my perspective. Yeah. Though. Because they was right. So when it happened, he just knew it happened. Oh yeah, I, he had to tell him somehow. I don't think it yeah. showed that part, just like it, it didn't don't. show for sure. And that's why there's a perspective difference. It didn't mm-hmm. show for sure how he poisoned them yeah. or how he give them an antidote, right? But it, it doesn't because that. And I think yeah, okay. And that's why and we'll I, I get the conclusion. Yeah, that's yeah. why I get the way you're looking at it too. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I see that. And so yeah, Stephen avoids, but you could tell too. Stephen avoids like looking at Martin and <sighs> stuff and. You know, but they see that Martin's there. He's sitting there eating his fries with his whole bunch of ketchup, Ew, like he always do, with the spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, and the marks. It's just such a ugh, the spaghetti marks all over the face. <laughs> and so, but then you know they all kind of get up and they just leave the diner, and mm. you can see that there's Stephen, like a voice looking at him while he's leaving. He don't even look at him. Mm. But Anna, she shoots him like this little glare, like ugh, like <laughs> can't stand you. But mm-hmm. not like that. Not without the stank lip. No, well, no one Without saw. Without the stank lip, you did the yeah. stank lip. <laughs> you just did it for me. <laughs> but she just kind of shoots him an icy glare. Yeah. And then Kim, the little girl, she just glances back before walking out. But with hers, it seemed a little longingly. Ew. <laughs> I know, I... but she was a young little. She was. A, she liked him. She called herself loving him. For, so she oh. she was more looking like, oh well, all right. You know, I don't know. It was like a. She did. I love this. I love this because I want you guys to really <laughs> tell us. Because I know right. people have seen this movie. It used to be on Netflix. <laughs> that's right. how I saw it. Right. But like, I want to know, know what you guys think. Yeah, because, because that's what I, the little to girl me, she like, looked. She looked at him so not hate. She didn't look at him hatefully. Right. It wasn't hate, but it was like kind of like meh. You know, like still so emotionless that it's not like excited. Right. Exactly. But it's also not. But you could tell she was still um, open to like, I feel like she was still open to being fast with it. That's what it seemed like. That's how she left it to me. With a guy that killed her brother. Yeah, that's what I it guess she, like. ain't, she ain't got no emotion for all right, we know. That's what I'm saying. It's just like everything was just like, ugh, wow. so, so yeah, I mean that, and that probably, that ends the movie. Sorry if we told that a little rough, but. No, because that's how the movie makes you feel. Yeah, like, so that's like, it. Right. There's that's no. It. They literally, yep, they killed crying, Bob. Funeral, emotion. Like, it's not a real thing where <laughs> yep. other family members are involved. Right. And, like, it's just yep. like this dry it family is. of weirdos. <laughs> yep. 
Martin got what he wanted. Everything in his eyes is balanced out. Ugh. And then it just ends. Like, they, they get up and leave the diner. And now they bobless mm-hmm. in Curtis Road. And you're supposed to feel something, you yeah. know, like, how could he? Yeah. You know, like, this is terrible. It's more just dumb Which you're just like, it. Yeah. that's but how you decided. We, right. Or just, mm. But then Bridget, just like how we was talking about earlier, I didn't realize that Martin poisoned him. And that's how, they, how he was able to be doing all that. But when does he give him? Yeah, the anecdote. Exactly. Exactly. Or, the anecdote sounds very sci-fi, but when does he how how does mm-hmm. and i think that's what it's supposed to do is to kind of make you think was this something supernatural was it like like did he give them you know what i'm saying like poison them for real i mean even the though the cool he did thing is them, like if this was supernatural it doesn't have a supernatural vibe it doesn't at all, at all. yeah you know what i mean right. that's why for me it didn't feel like it could right. be like there gotta be some sort of indication with the music or like I don't know. Yeah, but it, it was, and that's why I was, that's why I think it was supposed to be open for it, whoever's perception. Yeah, that's you know why that's we how they different right. That's how that. they made it. It was very like you just end the movie like okay, so what? <laughs> so like, that's it. Yeah. No matter your perception, you're still kind of annoyed. Right. At the you're end. still frustrated. It is, <laughs> this is not satisfying. It's so all so tying it all in together. Like after <laughs> thinking about it, like I'm good with just taking. I said it was a six point seven five. I'm taking it down to a six point five. <laughs> like, <laughs> how am I frustrated with this movie yeah. that I don't even really have like empathy for these yeah. people? Yeah. And this is a different frustration than like the lie because that movie frustrated yeah. me too. And never. <laughs> and it was it was also funny how the stupidity of it all like me and Bridget could not stop laughing off that movie y'all don't know but we had to re-record the lie okay oh man of, yeah because of the hysterics right and not because we thought it was funny either <laughs> it, just was, it was just so like we couldn't believe how people could be that dumb but anyway yeah. the characters truly you don't draw close to any of them because they all feel like awful people you don't like a single one of them yeah not a single one of them not the mom not the daughter not the son not steven (laughs) definitely not martin not the colleague there's no one in here where you're like this is a good person i'm rooting for it's just more like here comes a a piece of dried toast yeah that's really right everybody was dry toast in the whole movie it was just like you don't really connect with nobody Mm -hmm. and and again i think that was intentional yeah I, i changed my rating two to six now I went down point five. Uh-uh. Dang. Because after, after talking through it again, because it really isn't much, like, all you can do is really kind of make your own perspectives. That's why it's probably been a lot of that this episode, because uh, as far as, like, how we thought they were thinking, because mm-hmm. there was no indication of what they were thinking. And yeah. what, you know, like, you can only get a few things. It was just so emotionless and lifeless. Yeah. That, but I, again, I think that was intentional. And if you give it emotion, you still get mad at them. Mm-hmm. Because, like, their defeat was not necessary. They sure was They gave up. And they y'all sure did. Because y'all could have kept everybody. And I don't really know. Like, I guess that was part of the whole concept. But y'all got y'all doctors and stuff supposed to figure some shit out. Y'all, <laughs> y'all, need, to, y'all need to put them degrees to use. How none of y'all know what's going on. So I just would have kept, you know, trying. Because either way, it seemed like somebody was going to die. Well, they said he said everybody. Uh, let's... But. If, honestly if we started talking about or if you got me to start talking about <laughs> the <laughs> the medical field and industry this 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 is gonna end up being like two hours long <laughs> so i'm going to yeah. keep quiet about how i feel it is here <laughs> but again just 
totally just crazy to think oh okay and and you have these two doctors having this issue as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is another whammy right and just just movie would have just really benefited fitted more by mm-hmm. having a bet like a, a concrete more. twist maybe yeah. or at least some sort of satisfaction because yeah. you don't even get satisfaction you don't that's what i'm saying it was literally, right it was literally just to just leave you just open and out and just like what is what what it just you just have a lot of questions and it doesn't it doesn't do anything for you yeah and do you want to know about the quote? Yeah, I'm done with it. <laughs> do you want to know about the killing of a sacred deer? What? So I looked up what this saying is, okay. right? Okay. And just listen to it mm-hmm. and take it in. Tell me what you think. The killing of a sacred deer mm-hmm. is directly concerned with fate. Okay. With cosmic punishment of human hubris. Mm. With our so-called free will crumbling under the uncaringly cruel banalities of the universe mm, see so i do that's why i think that's why they left it like that because as you do because i was questioning like okay is he did he really get them poisoned and they they but then it's like that whole antidote part that's what tripped that thought of that perspective mm-hmm. up and so then you start to think just is it supernatural right yeah. but i but i think well that's why i think that's what they were trying to do with that whole the killing of a sacred deer mm-hmm. and showing that in film it was to make you like wonder, is it that? Is it the supernatural? Is it, you know, they left it very open. That makes sense. And I also take it to mean a little bit of nobody is really right or good in this story. Right. Not a single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> because e- even down to like the children mm-hmm. and, the, and the fact that when it came down to it, instead of even trying to heal themselves yeah. or, or, figure things out themselves right, or right. do any type of research. They just tried to pit each other against yep, each other. That's, that's exactly Nobody ever you. was noble or showed good character. Yep. And so it is what yep. it is. This is all going to crumble because yep. none of you deserve good. Yep. Even, even Steven, which you can't, you want to feel bad for the guy, but right. this started because you had four. Dr- right. Like, <laughs> ain't none of y'all good. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? So what would you have? Th- so what do you think then? Let's say Martin's dad, didn't die during the surgery but he he died beforehand but then maybe they were trying to like dang it was a question yeah thinking. yeah no that's a good but question yeah, maybe they tried to and then he his dad still died but not at the hands of steven he just mm-hmm. he still died i wonder what martin still would have took that anger and that needing to balance things out on steven steel well maybe it maybe if martin knew it was someone else he would take yeah. that out on someone else yeah but what if he died just on the way to the hospital Okay, and then so he happened to be under Stephen's care, and it wasn't even Stephen's fault. Okay, it's like, okay, so you know how we talked about the movie Flight from earlier, yeah, right. So this is similar to the to Flight in the sense that he was still drunk, right, and he ended up getting caught. But it, in Flight, the most of the people lived, and right. they thought he was a hero, but he still got his punishment because mm-hmm. he was still caught doing the wrong thing right even though it worked <laughs> out way, yeah and this way it's backwards yeah that's true. you don't really know did he do the wrong thing right. or not that's true. it seems very wrong right. to have four drinks like it feels like yeah he did do the wrong thing right. for sure but maybe however you don't know if he's a functioning she, alcoholic right could the and father maybe, have died earlier exactly it, we don't like, know was it really you due got to the caught. surgery yeah you got caught at the end of the day and both of you had to feel a different type of mm-hmm. punishment mm-hmm. but I think what makes flight so good is that in the end, even though he could have blamed it mm-hmm. and gotten away with it, 
he told the truth yeah. that like oh, he couldn't take it anymore. He said, God help me. Mm-hmm. And he just was like, yeah, I was drunk. I was high. Lying. I'm drunk now. Like he took Dang, the blame. He did. He did. He, uh, he owned up to it in that. Yeah. And so then Stephen didn't do that. Right. So that makes sense too, with the whole fate thing, like in a sense, karma, like everybody getting what mm-hmm. they deserve. You're putting out whatever into the world. You're going to get that back. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody had nobody. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, I get it. I get where they were going with the movie. I get that whole concept. I get that, you know, that, that thought process. But eh, that's it. Yeah. That's all I got. It just, eh. We're really pulling and pushing to talk this much right? about it. If I'm being <laughs> we're honest. We're trying to find Right. Because it really, it wasn't. And that's the thing. I think that's the reason why, you know, because then somebody say, well, why are you even talking about it at all? But the reason why we're talking about it at we all is because. We have to be because, truthful. Right. We got to be truthful. And then there's still different concepts. All mo- movies aren't meant mm-hmm. to you know make you feel a certain yep. type of way all the time they're supposed yeah. to challenge all you know the way you think or like it may not be your jam you know what i'm saying but that's how that's the whole point mm-hmm. of being creative and creating things is and, for everybody to get their own perception of it and i know there are people out here like this audience is for uh-huh. there are people <laughs> who love movies that frustrate you right like, yeah <laughs> there's really not a conclusion where you you know <laughs> yeah. there are people who are into that yeah. so if that's what you're into I think you could really enjoy the killing of a sacred <laughs> right, deer. Right. That's not what I'm that into. Yeah. I don't want to always be frustrated. Concept. Like, oh, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a concept that I would watch again. That's true. But I, but I do like because. But there's an audience. Yeah. There yeah, is. Because I do. Us. I'm sure there's a lot of psychological thrillers that I like that some people are like, what? I don't I know. Really get it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. That was fun, V. This yeah. was The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And that's all we have for this week's episode. So, go see <laughs> in your. Here she go with that go see, y'all. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. <laughs> so, check it out. Uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer if you're into that type of frustration on Showtime <laughs> if you want that's where it's at and I don't think it's necessary but <laughs> Bridget said go see it in your living room go to the movie theater in your living room and go you see know, it that's how I treat my living room like a movie it's, theater oh, I love that I love that it's just fun y'all I'll be picking on it with her go see like it's outright this movie came out in 2017 she doesn't want me to be me <laughs> I'll stop I'm just kidding <laughs> Y'all, y'all can stay connected with us on our website at so that's what happens.com. Subscribe, mm-hmm. get on get on our email list. www.sothatswhathappens.com. <laughs> oh, that's true for some weird yeah, reason. That's that why, is true. Sorry. You're right. So for that, yes, that's true. For some reason, when you just put so that's what happens.com, <laughs> it doesn't go to the website. I'm like, what is it? So now I gotta figure that out. <laughs> But yes, put in www. Dot. Right, dot. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what happens.com. Connect with us on there, y'all. And subscribe to our list. We want to engage with y'all. We want to get y'all on the show, you know. We want to hear from you. Yep, definitely, definitely. And also connect with us on our TikTok and our Instagram and all the things, okay? We also got personal pages y'all can follow, I'm just going to say. Okay. Look us up, because we be having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to our show, though. So So that's that's what what happens. happens. Join us next week as we unpack another movie. Until then, it's it's a wrap. wrap.